In episode four, I started a new series titled Take the First Step, Five Steps You Need to Take to Go from Idea to Start a Business. In today's episode, we'll explore step four, which is the letter S in my first step method. My first step method is an acronym I created to help you move from idea to start a business. I'm super excited to dig into today's episode, but before I do, I'll read you a review. This review is from Musical M on Apple Podcast. The title of our review is Great Podcast That Will Help Many. She says, love, love, love. This is the podcast you didn't know you needed. Give yourself permission to start that business. This show will give you the guidance on how to do it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Musical M, for your awesome review. If this podcast has inspired you, encouraged you, or blessed you, please leave a written review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I would love to read your review live on air. Now, some people have reached out to say, I don't have an iPhone. How can I leave you a review on Apple Podcasts? If you have a friend or family member that has an iPhone, please borrow their iPhone for two minutes, then head over to the Apple Podcast app, search for Start That Business, scroll all the way to the bottom until you see ratings and review. Then click the purple write a review link to leave a written review. That's one of the ways I know this podcast is transforming your life. I'm super excited you're here. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey, sis. Welcome to the Start That Business podcast, where you will find practical solutions that empower you to start your service-based business. I'm your host, Chichi Ukomadu, an entrepreneur, wife, mom of three, and a Jesus follower. Ten years ago, I was afraid of giving up my desire to build a corporate career and say yes to the Holy Spirit's nudge to start that business. I believe personal fulfillment comes from letting go of your way and saying yes to God's way so you can become all you were created to be. If you're ready to find personal fulfillment, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or hot cocoa, and your favorite snack, it's time to take your first step to start that business. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes, that one you've been putting up for a long time. (laughs) Being present with my family is very important to me as a mom and a wife. And I remember a couple of years ago when my daughter was still in kindergarten in in a private Montessori school. She had told me the morning of that they were having this event in her school and she really wanted me to be there to to attend this event. And I had gotten carried away with work and I totally forgot to show up at that event. So when I went to pick her up uh, in the evening, she was so sad. She was so downcast. And she said to me, she said, mommy, everybody else's mom was at the event, but you didn't show up. And it broke my heart. I was so sad. It was, it was like a gut punch to me. And that's why the fourth step 
in my first step method is S, set reasonable boundaries. Now, if you're hearing this word for the first time, you might be asking yourself, what are boundaries? Why do I need to set reasonable boundaries? So according to the Webster Dictionary, boundaries is something that indicates or fixes a limit or an extent. So think of boundaries as the fence that separates your property from your neighbor's property. So your property, your, your neighbor knows where your property starts and where your property ends. So that's what boundaries are. So boundaries essentially is you communicating where I start and end as an individual, communicating that this is my limit or this is the extent to which I'm going to engage in a relationship, in certain behaviors, so that other people are aware and they're able to engage with you accordingly. When you set reasonable boundaries, you are pretty much putting a fence around yourself. But the kind of fence is the fence that lets the good in and keeps the bad out. So you are not building a wall because we are created for connection. So you're not building a wall around yourself, but you're building a fence. So just think of a picket fence that has the little holes in between it. So it's, you're able to let the good in and keep the bad out. So what kind of boundaries can you set as you're starting this new business? One of the boundaries you can set is to set boundaries with yourself. <laughs> now, some of the questions you can consider as you begin to set boundaries for yourself is, ask the question, who are you as an individual? What are your values? What are your principles? What is your purpose? What motivates you? Because when you understand your value, you will set boundaries that support your values, your principles, and not, not boundaries that go against your principles or your values. Another question you need to ask yourself as you set boundaries for yourself is, what season of life am I in? When my kids were little, uh, the, the boundaries I set in that season are different from the boundaries I have right now. My kids are older. I have a high schooler. I have a middle schooler. I have my daughter in elementary and fourth grade. So my boundaries look a whole lot different now than when they were little and they needed so much of my attention. So what season of life are you in? What are you willing to do in this season of your life? What are you willing to not do in this season of your life? It's very important as you start this business so that you can set reasonable boundaries that help you to still be there for your family, for yourself, and other responsibilities that you might have. Another question you need to answer as you set boundaries for yourself is, what do you have time to do? Because you have other commitments that you already have. When my kids were smaller, I remember when I started my personal uh, shopping business, initially I used to go into the store to shop for people, but I just gave that to a baby. So I had to set boundaries and restructure myself so that I no longer went into the store to shop. I began to shop for people online. 
and I had a time frame that I will work on my business. So set reasonable boundaries for yourself. Consider your values, consider your principles, consider the season of life you're in and how much time you have left by the time you put all your commitments together. Another area you can set boundaries as you start your new business is to set reasonable boundaries with your customers. Now, what does that look like? So you can let your customers know what your email response time will be, what your phone response time will be, what your service delivery time will be. So for instance, maybe you're starting a business where you help other entrepreneurs build websites. You can set boundaries by letting your customers know that, hey, I build websites in four weeks or six weeks. And when I'm done, I deliver all the design files to you. And this is how many revisions you get with the websites I'm building for you. So setting boundaries with your customers so that your customers don't come to you and ask for 10 revisions on your website. But when you've set the boundaries, they know what to expect from you. And they can work within those parameters. So they know that, okay, my email response time is four hours. I'll respond within four hours or six hours or 12 hours or 24 hours. I will recommend that you don't go beyond 24 hours because you are operating in a market where you have competitors. So if you set your email response time to 72 hours, hello, you're going to lose customers. So make sure that the boundaries you're setting with your customers are reasonable boundaries and they are not extreme. The same thing too with your phone response time. Let your customers know when you return their missed call, when they should expect a, a call back from you so that they are fully aware of what it takes to engage with you as a business person. Another area you can set boundaries is setting reasonable boundaries for your business. Now, I touched a little bit on this when I spoke on the other two. So when you start your business, we need to know, if I'm your customer, I need to know, when are you open for business? Are you open from nine to five? Are you open from two to seven? Are you open from nine to two? So communicating those boundaries. Are you open Monday to Friday? Do you work on weekends? You need to set these boundaries for your business so that customers that are coming to you know how to engage with your services. Now, another area you can set boundaries is in the area of payment methods. Some people will say, I only accept Zelle and Cash App. Some people will say, I only accept debit and credit card payments. I don't do cash. I don't do Zelle. I don't do Cash App. So setting these boundaries makes it clear what to expect. You can set boundaries around uh, the way people book appointments with you. So you can say, okay, you can only book appointments through my booking app and you don't send me any Instagram DMs. You can say, okay, I have this refund policy. I have a deposit policy. When you're scheduling your appointment, you pay a deposit. I have a cancellation policy. I have a lateness policy. So if you schedule an appointment and you show up 30 minutes late, this is what I'm going to do. So setting these boundaries makes it clear how we are to engage with you in your business. You can also set boundaries around the way you market your business. 
So some people can say, okay, I'm going to use social media to market my business. Some you can say, okay, I'm only going to use organic marketing channels like blogging, starting a YouTube channel or a podcast. Now that you're done setting these reasonable boundaries, the next thing you need to do is to communicate your boundaries. What good is a boundary if you set it and you do not communicate it to the people that you're going to be interacting or interfacing with? Now, if you set personal boundaries, you need to communicate with your spouse if you're married. You need to communicate with maybe your parents if you're not married or if you're married with your kids or people that work closely with you. Now, your kids might be very little and they might not be able to understand boundaries. That's okay. Just wait until they grow older. Then you can now begin to tell them, okay, oh, mommy, this time, mommy's working at this time. So don't disturb mommy right now. Or mommy is on a customer call. So as your kids grow older, you can start communicating your boundaries in a language that they will understand. Now, another way you can communicate your boundaries for the ones you set with your customers, you want to communicate in your pricing. You want to communicate in the list of services. So for instance, if you created a PDF document of the services you offer, you want to know, let your customers know what your boundaries are as it regards to working with you. Then for the boundaries you set for your business, for instance, if you have a website, you want to communicate on your contact page, you want to communicate on your privacy policy page, you want to communicate in your terms and condition, in your refund policy, so that it is clear what to expect when I come to use your service. Now, once you've set your boundaries, and you've communicated your boundaries, the next thing you need to do is to review and revise your boundaries. So boundaries is not something you set once and you just walk away. Like I said earlier, the boundaries I had when my kids were a lot younger are totally different now that I have more time and they are more independent. So your boundaries should be something you review and revise periodically. So you can say, okay, you review every three months or every six months or every year. It's totally up to you. So you get to decide how frequently you want to revise or review your boundaries. Now, the last thing you can do after you have set your boundaries, communicated your boundaries, review and revised your boundaries. The fourth and final thing is to honor your boundaries. Again, of what good is a boundary when you set it and you don't honor it? So in the example, in the story I shared when I started the podcast, if I had honored my boundary to say, okay, I walk from nine to two o'clock. At two o'clock, I need to get off and go get ready for my kids that are going to come home or get ready to go for my daughter's program. I could have been there for her. So when you set these boundaries, make sure you honor these boundaries. If you tell yourself, I'm going to work from nine to two, please work from nine to two. Try to resist the temptation to always go, to always dishonor your boundaries, if I can say that. So for me, my kids are in school from seven to three o'clock. So I say, okay, I work from seven to two. By two o'clock, I get off. 
work so that I can prep their snacks and get ready to welcome them back from school, help with homework, and just get dinner ready and all of that. Now, if I don't honor that boundary, guess what? My kids will come home and meet me on my computer, still clicking and clacking, and then the whole evening will just be thrown into chaos because I didn't honor my boundary. So make sure that as you set these boundaries, you also honor these boundaries. In my years of doing business, I found that when you begin to make exceptions for your boundaries with your customers or in your business, once you make exception for one, you begin to make exception for all and it weakens your boundaries. Exceptions weaken your boundaries. So make sure you set your boundaries and also you honor those boundaries as you interact with customers and as you grow your business. In summary, the fourth step you need to take today to start a business is to set reasonable boundaries. Boundaries keep you accountable. Boundaries protect you from your vices and from other people's vices. So take time today to write out the boundaries you're setting for your new business. And like I said, be reasonable with your boundaries. Don't set boundaries that make it extremely difficult for your customers to transact with you. Now, I've had times where I needed to schedule a hair appointment with a new hairstylist and I get to their website and I see all these boundaries and it makes it extremely difficult for me to schedule a hair appointment. I've had to walk away from such businesses because I'm like, this is not even reasonable. So make sure you set reasonable boundaries that allow the good in and keep the bad out. You don't want to build walls around your business and people find it difficult to interact with you. Now, if you are a people pleaser or you're a recovering people pleaser or you struggle with setting boundaries, I have a book I would like to recommend to you. The name of the book is called Boundaries. Yes, you had me right. It's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. These are two Christian psychologists that wrote about the subject of boundaries from a biblical perspective. It's a must read for every Christian woman. I'll drop a link to the book in the episode uh, description so you can click on it to find this book. Proverbs twenty five twenty eight says, like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. When you have zero boundaries, you set yourself and your business up for trouble. So protect yourself and your business today by setting reasonable boundaries. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's episode. I hope this inspired you. I hope this encouraged you. I hope this helped you in one way or the other. I'm excited and I will see you in my next episode. If you're thinking about starting that business and you have a burning question you want me to answer, please head over to chichiokomando.com slash start that business podcast. Scroll all the way to the bottom until you see the section that says, do you have a question? Click on the start recording button to send me a voice message of your question. 
and I will answer your question live on the podcast. I'll see you soon. Hey sis, before you go, if this podcast has encouraged you, helped you, inspired you, or taught you something new, please head over to Apple Podcasts and search for Stop That Business Podcast and leave me a written review. That's one of the ways I know this podcast is impacting your life. Thank you so much. I'll also love to connect with you on Instagram. My handle is at Chichi Ukomadu. Until next time, always remember you have all you need to start that business. I'll see you soon.